Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Okay, we've got another very cavalry human <laughs> who was fired. <laughs> We've got <laughs> Reagan here to tell us what the heck happened. I'm here. I'm ready to go. <laughs> okay. So we had Shannon on probably a couple months ago because she got fired after season one and she didn't hold back. So pressure's on. Well, <laughs> there's no one like Shannon, but I will try. You got this. But everyone, we have a bunch of questions. I want to start with who you were, I guess, before the show, what you were up to. You're from a small town, right? Yeah. So I'm from a small town in Alabama. It's called Florence. Okay. Um, yeah. So I was there and then I moved to Nashville probably like five and a half years ago. Oh, you've been there a while. Yeah. I love Nash. Oh yeah. I, I love Nashville too. Um, I'll get into where I'm at now, but well, what brought you to Nash? Just work or no I literally just after college uh, so I went to college in um in Florence but after college I was like literally sitting on I was still lived with my parents <laughs> sitting on the couch and my mom was in there and she, I was like mom I think I'm gonna move to Nashville and she was like okay great she's like if you can afford it I was like yeah I'll I'll, I'll figure it out so moved to Nashville went to cosmetology school and I did hair on and off in Nashville before the show. So how did you get your job at Uncommon James? So a lot of people think that like I worked there and then uh, it became a show, but actually um, I got casted through like mutual friends that were with uh, mutual friends with Kristen. I got casted for the show and then um, she asked me if I would want to work in the boutique and I was like, sure, why not? So I actually was casted for the show and then started working in the boutique because Basically, my role was like assistant, you know, to her or. Yeah. Well, kind of like to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a very general. Yeah. I was just kind of like, whatever. Where do you <laughs> and um, my role changed like every day. I was kind of like everything. I mean, there was that one time Jay asked you what you do and you couldn't yeah, even really answer it. Because I didn't know. <laughs> I knew I just wanted to be on TV. Like, I didn't care where you put me. I mean, you didn't work there before. No. Got the sh the job via yeah. the show. Yeah. Did you want to be on TV? Like, was that something you always wanted to do? I never really. So I just never thought I would be, I, you know, it's like, hey, like whatever. But I was approached and I was like, why not? Like, I'm single. I have nothing to lose. Like, what can this hurt? Did you have an interest in um, jewelry? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was not my career path. You know, I was like, I want to be, you know, I'm going to be on TV. Let's do this. So, no, I definitely didn't want to sell jewelry for the rest of my life. So what were some of the most, I don't like the word alarming, but things that were really surprising to you about filming a show right away? Was it like cameras or just? Yeah, you definitely, I mean, you know, you have to get used to the cameras, you know, following you around and stuff. And like, you have to be careful about what you say. Um, but I don't think, I mean, I enjoyed it. I loved filming. Like, I was 100% myself. They might have edited a few things, but I can say, like, most of 
most of the show was 100% me. So you were happy with your edit for the most part? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Was there anything that I, I guess surprised you as far as Shannon said that you were sometimes like texted and said you have to be here at this time we're gonna film like was that what you were expecting like or were you thinking it would be 24 7 kind of thing yeah so season one was more like every day all day filming because it was based on the cast right and then obviously it slowly turned into the Kristen J show so like season two was like maybe two days a week maybe two hour filmings so it completely changed well so that was a question of mine the show started and it was kind of like a maybe Vanderpumpy yeah vibe which worked for me but i guess I thought so, yeah d- did you feel like the show i mean obviously they didn't say hey guys we're going to make this more about Kristen and Jay or did you just kind of get the impression that they weren't filming as much of you guys oh yeah definitely like completely turned to like the Kristen and Jay show i mean it was like night and day because well what I understood was that she wanted to be in it but like not much like she wanted to kind of be like the producer rather than being like her she didn't want her life on it really she wanted it to be based around you know us and the store just to get you know promote Uncommon James and stuff but then it turned into like what do you think changed I think that people got publicity and she didn't know how to not be in the spotlight So, therefore, she had to get rid of the people that, you know, gained something from the show. Hmm. Okay. Season one and two, we'll kind of get into, but obviously we want to know what happened. But, I mean, obviously, season one, she's talking constantly about she has to run her business. Gotta run the business. Gotta run the business. She's not happy about the labels, setting up the whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You and Shannon actually get in a little tiff because Shannon was telling you to do things. Yeah. She wasn't your boss. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) me and like Shannon and I didn't really know each other going into filming. Okay. I knew, I knew of Shannon. I knew she was this vibrant redhead that spoke her mind, but I didn't know. I didn't know her, know her. And so I went in and just complete like her personality like scared me I think <laughs> because I'm so like chill and I you know me being in the spotlight was kind of weird because I'm always the one that's kind of like the listener and the observer like I don't really I like to listen I don't really speak my mind a lot until until I want to <laughs> but did you like working with her yeah so j- that's what I'm saying like it started off being like a little afraid <laughs> I, I was yeah I was just like who like who is this girl you know and then, so that fight was real. Like, I was really upset. And so I think it, I, it came off, like, really strong because she wasn't and out of nowhere because she just wasn't expecting that to come from me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think me doing that kind of, like, made her, she, she realized, like, I wasn't going to put up with anything. Yeah. And so after that, her and I were just, like, I mean, we became really close after that. Well, first off... You and Brittany, it comes up several times that you were kind of, you started at the same time or that you were hired at the same time. Can we get more of an insight into what your friendship was like at the beginning? Yeah. So Brittany and I were really close in the beginning. I think because her and I were more alike than any other cast members. And so like we connected on 
you know, just being kind of like the same person, you know, our goals were, well, my goal, <laughs> my goal, I guess was different, but, um, yeah, we did get casted and then she, we both started working for Kristen. Uh, I don't really know what she tells people, but that is the truth. Okay. Um, but we were close in the beginning. I think, you know, things did get twisted and I will go, I will say this later on, but, you know, I think I got in my head a lot about things um, with Brittany, which kind of sucks, but, you know, I just saw things and I saw her kind of change. And so I, I feel like for me, I just distanced myself with that. And it kind of came off like I just completely disowned her. Mm-hmm. But I guess that was my way of just like kind of defriending her. Did you hang out like a lot outside of filming or just on the show? Not really. I mean, you know, we would we would go get coffee or, you know, not. but we never really. She's not really like the girl that wants to go out and like, you know, I was like party animal I wanted to go out all the time but I mean we were definitely closer in the beginning and can you remember a moment where it like went wrong if you will or when you really started distancing yourself yeah I think I really think it was it was one day um we were all at the office and no one really knows this um but we were in the office and she left her computer there and I don't have a laptop (laughs) never have had a laptop I just I don't know I don't need one so never never have had one so I've just borrowed people's and um I texted her and I was like hey the work laptop's not here can I borrow yours to do some I was like scheduling and she was like sure so I opened up her laptop and her text messages were connected to the laptop Um, And so I saw my name pop up on the top, like in a text. And I was like, okay, I'm not just going to let this, I'm not going to ignore this. Like my name popped up. But it wasn't from you. It was a text from someone else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it was a text between her and then the, um, one of the managers. Um, She's kind of more like up there, but um, I don't really know her role. But it was between them two. And it said something like, um, I don't know how to get rid of Reagan's position, uh, Brittany and this girl. So Brittany was like, or the girl was like, I don't know how to get rid of Reagan's position. And then Brittany was like, yeah, I know she's not qualified, but like, it's a touchy subject. And it was just like going back and forth, kind of like throwing me under the bus without even like explaining what I was doing wrong. Like, I just wish someone would have come to me and been like, Hey, this is what you're doing wrong. Like I've never done that you know I've never been I've never worked for a startup company first of all so I had no idea what I was doing you know I was just trying to do what I thought was right and wherever help needed well I find it funny that you know you were casted for this show and then she was too and it becomes like getting rid of people like if you're a good character then why does it really matter how you do your job so that's where I think that's where like it was blurry because in the beginning I was like, I'll do what I need to do. But like, it, it was just like very, like very blurry. Cause I didn't know if I was supposed to be doing this or like, was I actually supposed to be working or was I actually supposed to be that? And I think that's where Shannon and I were confused because they wanted her to play a villain, but she also was getting in trouble for not doing a job. And so she's like, wait, where like what am I supposed to be doing here and so for us it was just very like Brittany I think actually wants to work there I mean she seems it's like her life yeah yeah it's her life and so like 
I think we were always compared because like me and Shannon and then Brittany, because me and Shannon were more like, we just want to be on TV. And then there's Brittany that's like doing her job and like, you know, bending over backwards. And so it makes us look like shit. Well, did you ever get feedback from either Brittany or Kristen? Never. And that was the thing. I think that's what, that's what made me so mad is because I never, I never got any feedback. Like I thought I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. Which was whatever came up that day. (laughs) Whatever role I was, yeah, they wanted me in for filming purposes. Right. And so I just played along with it. And I think that's where it was just confusing because I wanted to make a good show. Of course. Yeah. and But I didn't want Kristen to hate me. So like I did what, you know, for the company, I did what she wanted me to do. It was just very, it should have just been set straight in the beginning and it wasn't. And I think that's where things got like very confusing. Well, how was your relationship with Kristen? I mean, we, she seemed close ish, but I mean, Shannon yeah. thought that they were really close and, and all this yeah, stuff. Same. So you thought you were really close with her? Oh yeah. Like she would text me just like as a friend or she would always refer to me as her friend. Like that's why she thinks, you know, went a different way because I think she always referred to me as a friend rather than someone working under her. And so I think it, yeah. And I did the same, like I was close to her in a way where I would reach out to her or go over to her house. You know, it's just, I was, I felt more of a friend vibe than a boss vibe. Well, as someone who watches live, there were a couple theories about your Brittany issues. So I'll just have you say like true or false. Was there a part of you that was envious of the relationship that Kristen and Brittany had slash have? Uh, false and true. I, um, I wasn't envious. I was more, I felt like, I don't really know how to, so in the beginning, yes, I was closer to Kristen, but then I started seeing things that Kristen was doing and I kind of distanced myself from that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then her and Brittany obviously started getting closer because I felt like Kristen knew I was close to Shannon. So she didn't want to get close to me um but yeah it did hurt because it kind of went from like me and Kristen being close to like her and Brittany and I didn't feel like she after yeah like after me and Shannon got close I don't feel like she gave me the time of day anymore well okay so then another thing that came up with a lot of people and I want to know how you feel about this opinion is just that you didn't have work ethic or that you had a lazy attitude. That was kind of your character to many people. Do you feel like you gave your all every day despite <laughs> no. not having Okay. So you didn't. No, that brings me that brings me back to like that was not my job. Like I just didn't feel like that was my job. You know, I felt like filming was my job. And so that brings me back to like I didn't care because I I just I didn't care. It might have come off that yeah. you didn't care because the you did not think that doing this job amazingly yeah. was your job. Exactly. Interesting. That's yes. maybe everyone needs to have a talk at the beginning of the season like hey. Hey, you know, that would be the that would be the thing to do but it didn't happen. So <laughs> like, that that would be my advice to Kristen, yes, maybe, yes. or what do you think Kristen wanted out of you guys? Because obviously this TV show is important to her. Did you get the impression that she wanted more of the TV or the work? 
Oh, definitely, definitely work. I think when she realized that the show wasn't going to be about her, you know, that then she wanted it to be about, she wanted us to be more about the company, mm. you know? Um, but if you didn't bend over backwards for her, you're gone. Mm. Yeah. So then the whole thing with Brittany kind of comes to a head when she was told that you had been talking about her to the new people at work or something about not trusting her, right? Something mm-hmm. like that? That's, um, that's yeah, that's a little false. Um, I never once was just like, don't trust Brittany. I did say be careful. I did mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. like things like, you know, and I did express what happened with me with her to people that I actually became close with. It wasn't like I was, they were hired. And then the next day I was like, watch out. Like that never happened. It was more of a story that I was telling or, you know, it was brought up in a story and I was more so just voicing my opinion and, you know, just things to watch out for. Hmm. Which I don't think is wrong. I think if I'm starting in a company, like I want to hear like how people are or, you know, if there's anything I need to look out for. My four Chinese crested dogs are like my children, and I want to make sure I know as much about them as possible. I'm about to find out all about their breed, their genetic health condition, and even where my doggies' families came from with Embark. The Embark Dog DNA Test Kit is the most comprehensive kit on the market. It's developed by PhDs and veterinarians and looks at over 250 breeds and 170 genetic health conditions. The Embark tests are more than twice as precise as any other dog DNA test on the market and they're the highest rated by customers. So maybe you rescued your dog and want to know more about his or her breed or for me I want to meet my new puppy Gemma's relatives and also make sure my oldest pup Adam has the best medical care possible. So you just order the test online, swab the cheek of your doggo, mail the sample back, and in two to four weeks, you get results. I just sent my test in and I'm so excited to get to know more about my crested so they get the best care. And I know we all want that for our furry babies. So right now, Embark has an exclusive offer you can't get anywhere else. Go to EmbarkVet.com now. You can use the promo code Olivia to save 15% off your dog DNA test kit. Visit EmbarkVet.com and use the promo code Olivia to save. Someone said, do you regret ever talking about your personal feelings about Brittany in the workplace at all? No. Figured that was your answer. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no, like everything I say is going to sugarcoat things and be like, she's a great, she's great to me or she's, you know, I'm I'm just not, I'm just not like that. I like it. Okay. A lot of people want to know about your mom. (laughs) The last great piece of advice that she gave you. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even remember. She gives so much. Um, what was it? I think, oh, like in general or just on the show? Well, she, on the show, you guys get together and she's basically like, Tells me pull up, up your panties. Yeah. 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 Uh, which is great advice. I, yeah. my mom's done that to me many times. Uh-huh. Did she, well, first off, did she like filming? Did she like being on the show? Did you have to pull her arm to film with you kind of thing? Oh no, she begged me. She loved <laughs> filming. If she could have her own show, she would. <laughs> Sounds like my mom. <laughs> she loves the spotlight. I'm assuming like, well, once we talk about getting fired, maybe, but like, what are her thoughts on the whole experience as a whole and like the way that you were treated and all that stuff? Yeah. So like, like, I mean, as I said, I am from a small town in Alabama. So you have to think about like your audience and like, you know, your aunt, uncle, like everyone's watching you right. and everyone's judging you. 
And so you have to kind of think about that. But I think once I started filming, I just didn't think, <laughs> you know, I just kind of did my, did my own thing. And, you know, my mom was, you know, if anything, she was just really proud of me because she, anything I did, she would be like, that's something you would do. Like, that's something yeah. you would say. And so that made me feel good. Yeah. yeah. You know, yes, I did say a lot of inappropriate things and I let the world know that I had an ass tattoo and I had never told my mom. And so, yeah, there were things that I wish, no, I guess I don't wish because I, I, I don't think I said anything terrible, but I do wish I would have like maybe warned my mom or like, been like, Hey, like I have an ass tattoo. Yeah. This might come up, <laughs> but I honestly forgot. Like I didn't even, I forgot I even said that. So yeah. I don't remember anything I said on, on TV ever, especially yeah. in ITM. So. You just black out. Yeah. Kayla Schiffer. Is Jay exactly as he is portrayed on screen or does he put on an aloof persona for the cameras? No, he's 100% the same. Like, <laughs> I actually really like Jay. Um, I'll tell you why I got fired, but it goes kind of with with that. But um, yeah, I really, I actually like Jay. So Jay's a winner. You, it is what you see is what you get. Yeah. And for me, that's that's just like, that's big to me. Well, more of her question was, I guess I'm trying to wrap my head around Kristen and Jay's dynamic, how they got together, because they seem like total opposites. They seem miserable. <laughs> like, at least on the show. Yeah. I mean, they have their ups, but mostly downs. I mean, just from what I've seen. Yeah, it's a very awkward, like, I think she runs the show, which everyone sees that. Um but I mean, I think he's scared of her. I don't know. I would be scared. Like, I mean, every conversation I feel like is like, I need you to help me. I need more from you. Blah, blah, blah. I'm running a business. And it just like goes round and round and round this whole I need help thing. Well, he's giving her money. I mean, <laughs> like, help me over here, please. Lauren Mary Catherine was Jay hard to deal with when he came into the office. For me, no. I think I brought out like, like I feel like I brought like brought it brought out a funny side in him and so I think me and him are a lot alike as far as like our dry sense of humor yeah I think Jay is very scared of like very like outgoing and like which is weird because I feel like Kristen's kind of like that right but like Shannon I think scared him like it was more of like a he felt safe with me type of thing. Got it. And so when he came into the store, I think I just automatically turned on like, Hey, I want to make Jay feel comfortable. Right. And so, you know, he never went once was like mean to me, which I appreciate. And then a follow up to that is Kristen involved all the time or just during filming? No, she was very involved, maybe too involved to where like, yeah. Do you want people running your company or do you want to like, be, you know like do you I don't really know like her theory on that I don't know if she wanted people like I got the sense of like she wanted people to do it for her but then she wanted to also be included but that gets very like blurry and like because she doesn't know what all goes on behind closed doors and you might have already touched on this a little bit but Tori McKenzie how does she feel about Brittany and Kristen's relationship? Me? Yeah. <laughs> we haven't really talked about how you feel about them. How do I feel about it? Yeah. Um, I think I think Kristen relies on Brittany for a lot of things. I will say Brittany started that company. Like Brittany did a lot of stuff. Like she would stay there, you know, early morning to late night. Like she that was her like 
life. And I respect the hell out of that, you know? And so I think that she relies on her for like the company. Everything. When, yeah, when, everything. when, uh, when Brittany yeah. says she's running the company. She is. Brittany, Brittany can say that. Yeah. Like she actually started the company. So I think she does like rely on Brittany for a lot of things. I don't really know. I don't really know how Brittany feels about Kristen. I know that she used to be really like tense when she would come in or like call her. I know that Brittany would always get like really flustered. Um, so I don't really know there. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe they're closer now because obviously I haven't been around in a while. Right. But just from what I saw, it was more Kristen couldn't do it by herself. So, yeah. Well, let's talk about the, the firing. First of all, when did it happen? Uh, like a random Tuesday at two o'clock. <laughs> so had you already been at work? So I think I had, was getting off at like three and she came in at two. And she was really nice to me. She came in. She was talking to me like, how have you been? And she brought her HR girl with her, which don't know. Don't know why you need that. Like, because you think I'm going to go crazy. You think I'm going to start? <laughs> like, I don't really know. But uh, she brought her HR girl with her. Um, I was like checking someone out and she like peeked behind the door and she's like, Reagan, can I talk to you? And I was like, yep, getting fired. See you later. So you knew maybe because of the HR person? No, I just, I knew it was coming. I either knew I was going to quit or I was going to get fired. And I wanted to get fired because I wanted her to realize what she was doing. What led to that? I mean, there's a lot, obviously. No idea. I honestly have no idea. Like, I know her and I grew distant, I think because I was friends with Shannon. And I really think that that's, I really think that's all. Was this months ago? Was this recently when did this happen this was um i want to say july so pretty far back um her reasoning which do you want me to tell you her reasoning yeah. method so i didn't know like i was just like kind of blindsided because i like i knew it would come just because her and i were not as close and i knew what type of person she was but do you have to be close with your boss i don't know like, I really don't know. Like, I would be, I wouldn't, if I wasn't close with my boss, I wouldn't be like, I'm getting fired. It's just, I think it just became her not wanting me on the show anymore. Like, it had nothing to do with the store. Like, I never had a bad review. I got along with everyone, you know. And so when she sat me down and she was like, so I've been in Mexico and, I, you know, I'm trying to get caught up with everything. And she was like, you know watching the show back I really just don't appreciate you calling Jay a little bitch on TV and I was like wait what and she was like yeah like you really hurt my family's feelings and I just you know I just don't think it's appropriate for you calling my family names and I said Kristen are we talking about the store or are we talking about the show because I'm confused what I'm getting fired from at this point I'm like so are you firing me because of something I said on the show? Or are you firing me for my work ethic? You know? And so she tells me that. And I'm pretty much just like, well, if Jay thinks me calling him, a, you know, like if that hurts his feelings, me calling him a little bitch, then maybe he is a little bitch. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I was, so as I was, my dog is like trying to knock down the door. As I was like saying it on TV, it was in an um, interview with Brittany. We were sitting on a couch and I was like, Jay's such a little bitch. And I literally said it like that. Like I was laughing. It was just me being funny. 
And if you didn't want that on your show, maybe delete it. Like, if you think it's going to hurt someone's feelings, delete it. I'm sure Jay didn't even... I I guarantee Jay doesn't watch the show. He doesn't. And so, it was just... She had to come up with something. Like, there was literally nothing. And so, she had to come up with something to get rid of me. And so, I kept asking her. I was like, so, like, have I had bad reviews? Like what like so why are you firing me again and she was just like I just don't think you're a good example for the company and I was just like I I literally was laughing because I was like I don't understand like what (laughs) I mean I've never been fired in my life much less the the, like what she was saying I was like I don't I really don't understand where you're coming from and so yeah um that happened and then I just, I was just like, so you're questioning my character, number one, and I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. She pretty much was just like, you know, dogging my character. I mean, like, you know, I don't think you're a good role model for the company, blah, blah, blah. And so I just stood, I was like, are we done here? And I literally stood up and I left. Like, I just, I was mad. I like broke out in hives. I was furious. And then that was it? Yeah. But were you under contract? Did you have to be like, I'm not coming back on the show? I was still under contract. Uh, They reached out to me a week before they started filming, or it might have been the week they got to Nashville. And they called me um, and they were like, hey, we see that you haven't signed the new contract. We're going to need you to sign that. And I was like, yeah, well, I'm not signing it. And they're like, well, like, we really need, if we need a couple scenes for me, we're going to need that contract signed. And I was like, we're not getting a couple scenes for me. And I was like, if you want a firing scene, you're not getting it. So you, when you were fired, there were no cameras there? Oh, no, she's not going to have cameras. I mean, people would be like, this doesn't make sense. Like, I wonder if they were planning on redoing the scene. I think because I stood up for myself and she wasn't expecting it. Like, you know, it was kind of like, I guess she thought maybe she would come in and say it, and then I just wouldn't question. I would just sit there and be like, okay, whatever. Um, I think because I was questioning her about why I was getting fired, threw her kind of for a loop, because when she was answering, it was very vague, and it was like it made her look kind of bad because she didn't have a legit excuse as to why she was firing me. Well, so, okay, so I watched episode one. I mean, it was really weird because she actually lost a few employees and she just like ran through them really quick. Like there was no explanation. Do you think you'll come up again in this season? I think I didn't even think I would be brought up. I think because Shannon got so so much publicity off of getting fired that she doesn't she doesn't want I think it backfired on her. And so she doesn't want anybody else to have that. Well, that's I guess that was what my next question was. Why do you think Shannon got fired on camera and you didn't? But maybe it's yeah. because of the publicity. Well, that and I think it made more sense to fire Shannon because she was made out to be the, the villain. villain. And it's so it made more sense. Like like me, there was really no maybe I was lazy, but there, there was no reason on like, you know, she would have had to come up with a better reason than what she did. And did they ask you at all to wait until season three started to announce anything no I no I just I think I just wanted to do it the right way um I don't really know what the right way was I just no I, I knew when I wanted to do it and that I didn't really announce I think I mean I did so I don't what did I say something like um 
I want, I posted a selfie and I was just like, you won't be seeing this face tonight. I, I don't really remember what I did. Yeah. So that's when I think was the first time I, you know, started saying stuff, but I wasn't going to make it like a whole, you know, a whole thing. Did you talk to Kelsey or Kaylee or Matt after their situation? I never knew Kaylee quit. Um, I think that Kelsey, they got rid of her position. I don't think she actually got fired. And okay. Matt, I, Matt quit. But Matt, I think, got a better... Matt hated his job. Um, but I think he got a better job somewhere else. So there wasn't as much drama with them. Maybe no. they just left. No one was fired. No, I mean, they weren't like... I mean, I feel like, you know, because I was on season one and I did make a character for myself. Right. I think that people... The fact that she kept it so vague was very funny to me because I, you know, she did that on purpose. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it would have made more sense for her to be like Kaylee fired, Kelsey fired, Matt fired because people didn't get really get, didn't really get to know them. Like they, I did guess me. that's why it was weird that it was just yeah. like really quick because yeah. l- the season before it was all like Reagan's yeah. been here since the beginning, blah, blah, blah. She's on the same tear if you will is is like Britney yeah. so then to just be like oh Reagan's gone it just was very like <laughs> it's abrupt. just what I expected yeah I told people that they're like do you think she's gonna make it a big deal I was like no she's gonna keep it one word one sentence and that's exactly what she did so how many messages are you getting right now now that the show is back and you're not on what's the response like from people who are seeing that you're not on the show anymore it's been really good I've never had like I mean I've had a few bad you know, messages, but most of my messages are very positive. positive. And I can say that that, you know, has helped me through it. I haven't had to deal with like, I mean, Shannon had to deal with a lot of shit. Like, I don't know how she survived that. Yeah. Um, You have to be very, very tough to deal with that. And I applaud her because I have never had to deal with like, I mean, I've had people be like, you're so dumb or you're, you're not good for it. You know, I've had stuff like that, but it's hasn't been someone threatening my life or yeah. Telling, they're, telling me they're going to kill me or I should die. You know, it's just, I haven't had anything like that. But people were just asking, like, why I was fired or... And then they listen to this and they find out that no one really knows why. <laughs> no, I mean, you have to tell both sides. And people are always like, take the high road, take the high road. And I think you take it for so long that you're just like, no, I want people to hear my side. Well, especially when you're also super confused about it. Yeah. It's important to me to be as environmentally friendly as possible. And right now, I'm focusing on food waste. So with Imperfect Foods, I feel like I'm helping to change the fact that $218 billion of food is going to waste every year in this country. Wow. Imperfect Foods is the only food delivery service that buys perfectly nutritious foods that grocery stores won't sell and delivers it to you at a discount so you can save money and reduce food waste. You'll pay 30% less than you do at grocery stores and the produce and grocery staples are just as good and healthy. So sometimes I'll get some quirky looking produce, some unique carrots and cucumbers. There's also surplus coffee, discolored quinoa, off-sized eggs, some slightly scarred almonds and more. This this food might look different, but it still deserves some love. So start saving time, money, and waste right now because when you go to imperfectfoods.com slash mouthing off now through February 16th, you'll get $10 off your next four orders. So that's $40 off. Just go to imperfectfoods.com slash mouthing off to get $10 off your next four orders. Imperfectfoods.com slash mouthing off. Enter mouthing off at checkout. 
Uh, Brooke Bertelson, are you happy that you've moved on from Uncommon James? Where are you at in life now? I am. Um, I do miss filming. I like weirdly miss it. Yeah. Uh, just because it was so fun for me. Um, I'm in Atlanta. Okay. So I moved, I moved here literally like the week after I got fired. I'm just a little gypsy. Like if I think I want to go somewhere, I just go. Same. Uh, and you can always go back. And I told myself, so my roommate got a promotion. My roommate from Nashville got a promotion to move to Atlanta. Oh, cool. And they got the guy I was dating at the time lives in Atlanta. And so she begged me and begged me. She was like, you're moving with me. You're moving with me. Like you got to just quit. Like you don't want to be there. Just quit. And I was like, no, I just, you know, I'm going to give it another season. Like, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. And um, so the day that happened, I went home and I, I was really upset. I think it I think because I realized like, oh, hey, that's not my life anymore. Right. I got to figure something else out. And it just hit me. And so I just like broke down and she was like, I mean, I want to be here for you. But like, hey, you're going to be with me. <laughs> you're going to just make this happen. She's like, I'm so happy right now. She's like, oh, I'm sad for you that you're upset, but I'm really happy because you're moving with me. And I was like. You're right. I am. So you're single now. I am. Um, we broke up right, kind of like right after I moved. And people ask like, oh, you moved there for him. And I didn't. Um, I did want to see how we would work out in the same city. Mm-hmm. Um, but we remain like really, really close. I can say mm-hmm. like that's the first breakup where I've like been good with someone afterwards. And it's really refreshing because we are in the same city and I wouldn't, he introduced me to so many people here. And so I, I wouldn't want to, you know, leave any beef with that. And so we we're definitely close. Uh, but I moved here and me and my roommate Paige, we moved into this condo as high rise in Buckhead. Someone said, I know that you live near me now. Um, and are you liking Atlanta? Which bars and restaurants are you loving in Buckhead? You know, I love all the ratchet bars. Like, the more ratchet, the better. (laughs) So, I'm trying to, like, explore uh, Midtown and places like that. I'm trying to get out of this little bubble in Buckhead because I've realized people just stay here. And so, um, I don't know. Like, I'm still trying to find new bars and restaurants. And my roommate just said, hey, will you skip school and go to happy hour with me? So, I'm like, yeah. Sure. Sign me up. Yeah. So, um, I might we might go to happy hour in a little bit. But I don't know. I've. Like I said, I go to all the little ratchet bars here in Buckhead and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do a couple season three things. We meet Justin. We see that Brittany and Stone are doing really crappy. Um, do you think that he'll ever propose slash they're a good match? No and no. <laughs> um, I like, okay, so I might be, I don't know, but I like Stone. I think I like him outside of him and Brittany. Okay. Um, he's always been nothing but nice to me. I know a lot of people are, you know, against him, but like I said, I judge people how they treat me, not how other people say. And so I think he's, he's always been nice to me. Uh, I didn't like the way he treated Brittany. And I think everyone saw that. I think they were just very toxic for each other. So I'm really glad that they, you know, chose to go separate paths. And now let's get to Kelly and Kristen. First of all, Jody DeConcini, what does she think of this feud? So it's bullshit is what it is. Um, I've always been close with Kelly. She's like, she's my girl. Um, the way that they are portraying her is awful. Like you're going to, 
I've, I feel like it's going to get worse. And I'm oh, just I like, know. It's, yeah. I don't watch it because, um, I, number one, I don't want to give them my view. No. Number two, I just can't watch someone making someone out to be like that. And they're not. Well, so basically for anyone who hasn't caught up with season three yet, it, it starts and Kristen immediately right away is like, I haven't talked to Kelly in forever. There were all these rumors that she, uh, basically that Kelly and Jay had she you know had an affair or whatnot um and Kristen was not happy over Kelly's level of apologeticness Mm -hmm. and did you see the Instagram comment from Amy from the Bobby Bone show by the way yes okay so basically there's there's Kristen's side her airing all this on TV and then there's Amy from Bobby Bone show who's commenting on things kind of being Kelly's uh, mouthpiece, if you will, because Kelly's been quiet. She has, yeah. I've talked, me and Kelly talk all the time, but she is taking the higher road. And I I respect it, but I'm also just like, somebody's got to say, like somebody's got to do it. Because if not, Kristen is literally going to destroy her. How is Kelly? Is she she okay? Yeah, she's okay. Um, It does hurt. Like, you know, they're, the way that they're going about things is just like it's bad um but i mean she she's okay yeah well basically amy said that kelly has worked her butt off to apologize to Kristen, and that Kristen's just like not having it but that on the show it's being presented as kelly has like not tried at all and it's so there's two sides to this whole thing, and I have a feeling they're not really going to show Kelly's side very much. No, at all. And she, I, I saw a commercial where it was like, um, I, saying like she gave her the option to come tell her side of the story, but I think it was just like her talking to Justin. I, I really don't know, but it like they're not going to show if she said something. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to show her side of the story at all. Bummer. So it's bullshit. Yes. Like, it's crazy. All that. Like, it's it's crazy. It's mind blowing, to be honest. I I wonder if Kristen ever was like, hey, Kelly, by the way, this whole season, I'm going to trash you. Get ready. So I think what happened was I think that I think they did kind of like maybe, you know, distance themselves. Like, I think they're both really busy traveling. I don't think that it was intentional on Kelly's part to be like like separated I think it just happened I think they were both really busy but then Kristen took it upon herself to make it a bigger thing than what it was and without even like communicating with Kelly she completely just you know exited her out of her life and created this whole narrative yes yes Kelly would never never ever you you can tell that number one number two it's just like She's basing it off of some, like, tweets from the show. She's literally reaching. But, like, half the... When I'm watching shows, I don't even look at tweets. I would have never known that this was even a thing until Kristen was like, I'm going to make this whole show about this cheating thing. The thing about it is, is Kristen would laugh about that. Like, if it was like, oh, I see that tweet, she would laugh and probably text Kelly and screenshot it. Say, ha-ha, funny. Oh, yeah. But it's something, like, now she's someone got in her head or someone, you know, like it's just, she's reaching for something. Like she didn't want her on the show, I guess. And so now she's trying to figure out like, oh, I have to have a storyline to figure out if it, if the, if any, if the show has gotten in anyone's head, 
it's Kristen. Like she says, oh, it's changed everyone. Like everyone's drinking the Kool-Aid. And I'm like, the only person drinking the Kool-Aid is you. Like it hasn't changed anyone else. Kelly had her own thing going before the show. She still has her own thing going. Like she, Kristen's the one that asked her to be on the show as her best friend. Like Kelly didn't sign up for any of that. It was kind of just like, Hey, I'll be on the show as your friend. Not, you know, I want to be more famous. Like, Kelly's already doing her thing with famous people. It's not like she wants to be famous. Like she's, she does her own thing. I mean, yeah. yeah. Last things we're going to play. Explain that social media post. Oh God. (laughs) I do do half my posting drunk, so I'll try. (laughs) Okay. In regards to a recent tweet, the show, the show itself said, what do we call our favorite power couple with a photo of Jay and Kristen? (laughs) And you said a shit show. (laughs) What did you mean by that? Exactly what I said. (laughs) I mean, uh, yeah, I, I don't even know how to explain it because it's true. I mean, yeah, their relationship is very confusing to me. So I don't know. Okay. You also commented on an E! News post about the Kelly and Kristen fight with the comment insecurities. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. What are your thoughts on that? Um, Insecure. Like, yeah, I mean, (laughs) I, I back it all up. I, when I if I wanted to delete it I would but I yeah I'm here owning it all leaving it out there yeah okay I like this one you posted something about how Lisa Vanderpump wants her cast to succeed and that's refreshing can you expand on that yeah it brings me back to season one how it was all about you know the cast and how like blah blah, blah. but then when someone gets a little publicity you know it, you're gone like and I'm just saying, like, Lisa Vanderpump yes. wanted her cast to succeed, and they have. And they've made names for themselves. And they've, yeah, I, I relate that to, like, you know, do what you said you're going to do. Or, you know, I don't know. It just sucks because, like, as someone who's a huge Vanderpump fan, yeah, the concept could be really cool. But oh. sometimes I feel like the the there's a lack of... A story of focus like that I don't really understand yeah. what the point of the show is anymore like is it about Jay is it about Kristen is it about you guys is it about Brittany like it, yeah. it's just losing it's losing it'll keep doing that though because she'll you know something else will happen and she'll have to figure out like and I've heard from people actually on the show that they're confused as to what the storyline is too so it's like when someone says that it's alarming because you're like wait what am I doing you know you didn't even know what your job was half the time so no what would you put your job as on your resume now from from Uncommon James yeah I know I would put sales associate I keep it very simple okay let's just do it yeah and then I have one last (laughs) question that I love from Caitlin Regina team Lauren or team Kristen I mean, do I have to? <laughs> well, obviously, <laughs> Team Lauren. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All the way. Well, what did I miss? Anything? I don't think so. I think we covered it all. I think we did a classy job of... <sighs> I try to keep it a little classy. The, tru- but... the truth telling. Yeah, I think everything I said, you know, I said it because I, I really do try to speak the truth and, you know, it may come off as I'm very, you know, 
you know, people are like, you're just sour. You're, you know, you're thirsty. And I'm like, no, I'm just trying to tell my side. I'm just trying to speak the truth because no one will ever know my side. I'm no one like, no. you know, and so I, you know, it, you, someone has to say it. So I try to keep it funny and like, no, it's good. Light. And so, yeah. You nailed it, Reagan. Thanks. Nice work. Okay. So <laughs> even if you're not on very cavalry, we, everyone still needs to follow you. You'll, yeah. you'll find something else to be on. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Always, I'm always, you know. Atlanta is ripe with opportunity, I feel. Oh, I need my own show, you know? Oh. <laughs> 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 then maybe still be friends with like the EPs and all the, those peoples and stuff. No, I think they all still like me. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably not going to like me after this, but whatever. Who cares? I don't. <laughs> okay, well, go have happy hour at your um, crappy dives. <laughs> Ratchet bar. Can't wait to watch you on the next thing. What What are your um, socials? Tell everyone your socials. Socials. Uh, Instagram is a ray ray a y y r e a r e a. You have Twitter. Yeah. What is my Twitter? I don't even know. I think it's Reagan underscore a g e. I don't get on like when I get on Twitter, you know, I'm drinking wine. Oh yeah, it's just underscore, just underscore. Yeah, I'll do like eight back-to-back tweets and then I won't tweet for like three months. <laughs> okay, have a good one. It you was too. lovely to talk with you and have fun with Paige. <laughs> okay. Okay, bye, you. honey.